Tired of feeling like you're spinning all the plates in your design business and at any moment they could all come crashing down? Are you feeling like you're so close to breaking through to the next level, but those consistent projects still aren't flowing your way? Are you ready to finally take your business from a hobby to 100K and beyond? Then welcome to the Six Figure Designer Podcast. I'm talking all the techniques you need in your design business to start paying yourself, get great clients, and finally break through that five-figure ceiling. Today, we're just going to talk about how money and time are interlinked and why, here's a question, why do we feel compelled in our businesses to work on what I call the $10 tasks, right? Why do we want to take the easy items that we can just cross off our list and it makes us feel so much better when we get, you know, when we cross something off our list, we don't think about whether that not that's significant to moving our business forward, but we just feel better, right? By just crossing a to-do item off our list. But as a result, I'm sure many of you know, and I have the notes to prove it as well, is that the to-do list, first of all, is enormous. And it also, it never ends. And I think what we're doing is we're looking for a way to make ourselves feel better, to make ourselves feel like we're accomplishing something. So let's talk about time currency a little bit. And the reason I want to talk about this is I want you to start thinking about how you're spending your time as a business owner and what that time is worth. So you can think about what you do every day and you think about the tasks that you're working on and then start assigning dollar amounts to them. Something like $10. This is a $10 task, a $100 task, a $1,000 task, a $10,000 task. So when you think about that, what would um, looking at your email be? I would call that a $10 task, right? So why are we, you know, kind of getting lost in our email boxes when that's a $10 task? Like we could literally have somebody help us manage those, those emails coming in and determine whether or not that's something that we should be looking at, something that we should be maybe looking at this week, like later on, or something we should not even be looking at, right? So somebody could be helping us with that. $100 tasks could be something like purchase orders, internal paperwork, and then the $1,000, $10,000 tasks. That's really what I want you as a business owner to be working on because that moves the business forward, right? That, that's the thing that brings money into the business. That's the thing that adds profitability into the business. So what can you be looking at? I have a downloadable called the Time Currency Tool, and it gives you examples of $10, $100, $1,000, $10,000 tasks and why we naturally load up on doing the $10 tasks. And then it also helps you work through how you can shift that, how you can move your time over to the $1,000 and $10,000 tasks. So how do you get help with those things? I know that we hate, hate, hate to get help with those items in our business because we think no one else can do it better than us. But what it's actually happening is if you're stressed and you feel like you're overworked and you feel like you're not getting anywhere and your business is not fulfilling, I'm going to tell you that if you look at these items, this could be part of the problem. 
because you're spending so much time working on things that could easily be given to someone else. And of course, a person probably will need to be trained. And yes, you will need to put some time into that. But once you get this figured out and it starts rolling, you're going to be freed up to do so many other bigger things that you've been wanting to do in your business, um, maybe doing more marketing, maybe doing more strategic partnerships, maybe be, maybe thinking of ways that you can stand out and be better to your customers and offer something unique that no one else is doing. So that's why we need to free you up from checking your email, right? So there's a couple ways that you can get an assistant and or a virtual assistant. I use virtual assistants in my own business. Um, all my virtual assistants are overseas and um, we can dive into that at some point if you would like. I do actually have a course on hiring a virtual assistant and how you can manage that relatively easily. But if you also need help getting a virtual assistant, we can always talk about that. But there's a couple places that you can go to outsource help. And here's the other thing. Not everybody needs to be a full-time employee. So if you're getting worried and anxious about how am I going to cover this, right? You can get people on a contract basis, meaning on a project, project by project need, or you can get someone on a part-time basis. And here's the other thing. If you feel like you can't afford someone to help you with some of these you know, $10, $100 tasks, maybe you're not charging enough because this is, again, is a cost of doing business. And if you want to move your business forward, you've got to start getting the help to be able to free up your time to be able to work on some of these other items. So there's a couple programs that you can look into that we currently use, which would be Upwork or Fiverr. There's another one called Hire My Mom, which is just for stay-at-home moms. And I think that's a pretty interesting way in our business just to, to support other women in business, other moms who are also trying to just fit it all in. And um, there's another one, I'll have to find the name for you, but the other one is where it's um, military wives, where, where their husbands are deployed overseas for long periods of time, or they're constantly moving. So getting a job where they have to go to an office every day is very, very difficult because they're constantly on the move. So there's a virtual assistant service for that as well, where you're helping uh, military wives, you know, they're doing work in, in their expertise, but they're able to fit it in. So there's certainly a lot of choices on how you can get help. It doesn't always have to be a full-time person. So think about that. So um, let's talk about some of the items that you could delegate in your business, right? We, so we talked about email and you can even have somebody set up um, boxes in your email, which is you need to look at this today. You need to look at it this week or you don't need to look at this until this month, right? And that can all be filtered so that at the, you know, at the end of the day, you're just looking at what you need to. The other thing is we talked about time and putting items in our calendar. I actually don't look at my email until 10, 10 a.m. So I have a certain time that I go in and check my email, deal with what I need to deal with, and then I get out. Because as you know, there's constantly things coming in. And that is just another distraction. So think about that, setting a time on your calendar to look at your email, and then how can someone help you um, delegate that email? And then, of course, 
bookkeeping is like the bane of everyone's existence. So certainly if you don't have a bookkeeper or someone helping you with that, I would suggest that you that you have somebody help you with that. There are ways to set up your software. It, hopefully you have accounting software and you're not running your business on Excel. I've talked to so many people who are doing that. Um, that's insanity. But if um, set yourself up on some kind of bookkeeping software system, you can give another person access to that and they can see only certain things in your bookkeeping. Um, but, you know, even just entering deposits and applying, in, you know, money that comes into your invoices and things like that is a huge um, amount of time, as you know. So if you can have somebody that helps you with that, I would definitely get somebody on board as that as well. Of course, scheduling vendors, doing follow-ups, um, making appointments. That is, in, that is crazy town when it comes to how many times you have to call a vendor and follow up. So again, an assistant that can help you with phone calls and follow-ups. We use a system called Trello in our office, which um, also, you know, if someone is not physically in your office or if they work from home, or if they come to your office, but you are out when they're in your office, Trello or Asana or something like that is an excellent way for you to be able to put items out on the list and then see if they've been accomplished. You can assign certain things to um, a different person with different due dates, and it all can be captured under one project. So those are easy ways to do that. Um, the other thing I wanna talk to you about is ways that you can start to capture and automate what you're doing in your business. So you need to start writing down, you know, every, every project follows the same format. It doesn't matter if it's small or large. It's just a matter of the scale of, um, and the length of the project. So start writing down what you're working on and create processes for each of those. And that can certainly help with um, being able to hand off these tasks. So time and currency, so incredibly important please, please start thinking about what you're working on and start writing down what you're working on. And then really think to yourself, is this something that is moving my business forward or can this easily be given to someone else? I hope that you're starting to think about time and money as so intricately linked and that you're gonna start working on delegating some of these tasks and work on those $1,000 and 10,000 and maybe even $100,000 tasks. So. Think about that and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Designer Podcast. If you're ready to make six figures in your interior design business, then check out my Design Business Bootcamp. Our next session starts soon. So let's get you to six figures stat. <laughs>